1: You guys have probably heard about the good old days when bands would go on the road and torment the living crap out of the promoters, the tour managers, the hotel staff, very often even their own fellow bandmates. The good old days, you all saw the dirt, right? So today's show is all about these uh, musicians, sometimes not necessarily the whole band, sometimes it was just one guy in the band Sometimes it was the whole band that just were absolute total MFers to be on the road with. Stick around. You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, changing rock history one podcast at a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus is back at you in your face once again for your weekly dose, your weekly rock and roll injection here with myself, Lou Lombardi, AKA Ludini, and sitting next to me, as always, in the co-pilot's chair, is the lovely and talented and our rock historian in-house right here with us, Miss Lily V6. Lily, what's going on, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. I got a little bit of a cold, I'm a little uh, stuffed up every time I travel. I'm a little bit of a stuff Yes. <laughs> That's I'm okay. A, I still sound
1: good. You sound freaking awesome. Well, it is also uh, allergy season. On top of that, it is so hot here in southwestern Pennsylvania that my swamp ass has swamp ass. Yikes. That's legit. It's too legit to quit. <laughs> Trust me. I wish it would quit. That's why I'm wearing a dress. I know. I know. I. You know what? I think I'm wearing a dress for the next show if it's like this as well. I have a nice purple one. I I think it would look good in purple. Purple is purple's my color. I think it is. You seem like a. All right, guys. Uh, 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 LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com is the website. Check back often for more great shows like this. Also, um, I've been doing a little bit more on YouTube. I've been doing this uh, simulcasting on Facebook, YouTube, and twitter all at the same time i started doing that this week i get a lot of questions in my private group my inner circle which i'll tell you guys a little bit later on and i get on and i talk about that stuff i do some you know we take some uh, classic riffs and dissect them a little bit and talk about them some people joining live it's a good time we'll tell you guys a little bit about that late, later on if you are passionate about great guitar driven rock great hard rock and metal from bands that you're just not hearing any place else or almost no place else a couple things you, you should do First of all, you should make sure that you listen to Rock Rage Radio, you should make sure that you're listening to Classic 92.3, because these are both of our affiliates, they they carry our show, as well as helping us out, throwing us a little bone, you know, a couple bucks, a buck an episode, you know, whatever you can do on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Lou Lombardi, patreon.com backslash Lou Lombardi. Uh, jump in there, you know, five bucks a month, That, 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 that that's like equivalent of you buying me a shot. Okay, everybody knows, here knows how much I love good bourbon, and this shit ain't cheap, so patreon.com backslash Lou Lombardi. We're going to have more merch as well. I will start putting up links as well to our merch store with things like this, and we have some other t-shirts and things like that. So, all right, guys, appreciate you with that. Lily, what is going on with you? Tell tell us a little bit about what what your week has been like and what you're up to.
0: Well, this is going to be a crazy week starting tomorrow, so I'll be at the craft house for Sanctuary. Um, Ghost Ship Octavius, Leprosy and White Thrash. Leprosy and White Thrasher from Pittsburgh. It's all metal, heavy metal. And um, I'm going to go live for that on the Facebook page, as well as Thursday is the Glenn Sobel and the Goon Squad Alice pre Alice Cooper pre-party show at the Subalpine, and Lou will be there as well for that, so party time there. It's uh, all of Alice Cooper's backup band, which is cool, and they come and hang out with everybody afterwards and beforehand. And on Friday is Alice Cooper out at key bank pavilion
1: so you have a very busy week ahead of you i yes as you mentioned i will definitely be at the glenn sobel uh show saw that show last year around this time and it was just off the hook great just like you know really if you're in a cover band you should go and see what these guys do because this is like the greatest cover band you ever. that's what you should be doing yeah because you should play (laughs) Those songs, you should play whatever songs you playing, You should play them the way these guys play them. It's totally in your face. It doesn't even feel like you're at a cover show. It's just, There's banter. It's yeah, fun. I mean, they're, they're just really good. It's a lot of fun. The band kicks ass, and you guys will totally freaking love it. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, get started with our topic here in a minute, but we're going to start off with uh, some great music. We play music here, guys, that you're not really hearing too many other places uh, out there in the world. Tonight's bands are going to be Firewolf. The End Machine, Lou Lombardi, Strange Love, and Bordet Bordella. I feel like I should say Bordella. <laughs> it's not Bordello, Bordella. It
0: sounds so, nice when you say it like that.
1: Yeah, Bordella. <laughs> so, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna kick the show off with Firewolf. This is a track called We Rule the Night. Firewolf is reorganizing, and they telling me that they're going to have a new record out in 2020. So you just have to kind of we'll have to content ourselves with this. We Rule the Night. Firewolf and the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. firewolf everybody and um this track called we rule the night i think that that band kicks total freaking ass and i uh kevin and i played you played them a few years ago uh when we first discovered them so uh, i'm glad to as i was saying at the, at the top of the uh, before we played the song they will be releasing a new uh record in in 20 so they say they're putting out a record in 2020 let me go ahead and give you a link so if you're following along we put these in the show notes and if you'd like access to the show notes right away if you get with our if you get on our patreon I usually have this all uploaded within a day or so on patreon and you get the podcast with high-definition audio and all the cool stuff but firewolf is uh, right now they have a uh, it's a Facebook link so it's facebook.com backslash firewolf band and it's wolf with a little e okay not, not a, a biggie not a, not, <laughs> yeah so uh w-o-l-f-e band uh firewolf band uh, uh, facebook.com slash firewolf band so check them out um great band and uh happy to be able to uh, play a little firewolf for you guys so <laughs> bands behaving badly could be an, an alternate title of uh um of this show that's one of the things that Do we hear about that? Not anymore. you just don't like... Because bands don't party like they used to. I know. In fact, you know, um, I had heard a story. Well, actually, I heard Glenn Glenn Fry and Don Henley talk about the reason that they... One of the reasons they brought Joe... Like, bringing Joe Walsh into the Eagles was because they felt that they were getting this sort of too much, like, middle-of-the-road reputation. They were like these good boys... From southern california they brought joe walsh in. and joe walsh is like just like the song says he lives in hotels he tears out the walls and they were they paid for the whole thing they didn't care they wanted joe to act crazy they wanted him to throw tvs out windows and crash cars and stuff um because they were they wanted to the kind of think and this was the 70s and this kind of behavior seemed to be a 70 really a 70s and 80s thing right oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it yeah, didn't sure. really
1: last much past that uh when the 90s came around rock stars if they did anything they just overdosed in their hotel room, or like alone by themselves in their apartment, you know, like that's what the what's the fun of that? Like if you're gonna like kill yourself, let's have like a like make a party of it. Like at jump least, out right? the window into the swimming pool yeah, or something. something. riding your bed mattress. My at least at least choke on your own vomit or or somebody's vomit. You know, I mean, you know, go I mean, out, you know, out
0: Bonham style.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, come <laughs> on, what's the matter with these? R- you know, at least Elvis, you know, died like trying to pass like a giant. <laughs> Grogan, oh my God. you know, a peanut butter and banana Grogan. He was trying to get that fucker out of there, and you know, his heart exploded. So, you know, it was like kind of cool. You know, I mean, hey, I mean you know there's nothing dignified about death anyways so you know if you're going to go you might as well do something crazy go right out with the band. so and no so before we get in we start talking about our list here i i want to say first of all this is not going to be a depressing show where like everybody dies this isn't that show oh no this is fun this, this is, is the more, fun one yeah this is way more on the fun lighthearted side so okay we got lily v6 our resident rock historian so lily why don't you go ahead and hit us up and uh, what do you got girl
0: we're going to start off with Jack White. So um, okay, American singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist and producer, uh best known as the lead singer and guitarist of The White Stripes. Uh, so apparently he's notorious notoriously a grouch and will walk off stage mid-performance for like the dumbest reasons. For example, if some if the crowd was sitting down and not standing up during his show, he would just have a fit and walk off the
1: stage. I agree with that. I, I do the <laughs> same thing. In fact, and, and, and unless you people start standing up, I'm leaving right now. Wow. I'm out of here. <laughs> Dramatic.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, shit. that's him. That's him.
1: So so he's, he just, he's just a crybaby. He's a crybaby. That doesn't surprise you know, me, though. The, the, <clears throat> it doesn't surprise you. See, it I kind of surprises me. Nah. Because I've seen him, um, like in that movie... And he just seemed like a really cool guy, you know, like a real kind of like music enthusiast. But, hey, we all have our moments. Right? <laughs> sure. Right, Lily? Well, I don't perform on stage. Uh-huh. Thank goodness. it <laughs> would be bad. I'd be I'd be
0: super dramatic about it, I think. So, Lil, <clears throat> what, what, who else? What you got let's, next? Since you it? mentioned The Dirt, let's go ahead and put The Notorious Ones Your on boys. there. Your boys. My boys. These are Lily's boys. Get it out the way. Motley Crue, <laughs> as a whole, the whole band. Um, American rock band formed in 1981 group is notorious for their hedonistic lifestyle and not really one of them is innocent I mean Mick is probably the quietest one out of them all but he used to do this stuff too Um, We could sit here for hours telling all of the stories (laughs) that they have uh, while on tour and off tour But they drove their manager crazy and other bands insane throughout the 80s and 90s Um, At one point they were so unruly on a tour with Kiss that Gene Simmons fired them as their opening act (laughs) Um, On tour with Ozzy in Memphis, they stole a car, took it for a joyride, and smashed the windows and gutted the upholstery. (laughs) They toured with ACDC, and Nikki tackled Eddie Van Halen and bit his bare stomach while Neil bit his hand. In Germany, they threw two beds out of the window, smashing a Mercedes Benz. They set hotels on fire, smashed the glass in elevators in Switzerland. Six urinated in Rick Nielsen's jacket of cheap trick. Lee had to be handcuffed every night after a show to keep him from killing himself or doing any (laughs) other harm to people. And he would wake up handcuffed uh, because he would run around the hotels banging on doors naked and doing God only knows what else. But this is just like the tip of the iceberg with them. But they are just one of the bands that are they drove everybody crazy on tour up until they all got really
1: sober and then stopped. So so this is really a sort of um, result of drinking.
0: Drinking and drugs, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but mostly drinking in the beginning. <laughs> so this yes. is the boys, our boys throwing TVs on cars out of windows
1: and, you know. Well, that was the thing, you What's know, <laughs> they, they say that it's really fun. Like, today's TVs you can't do it with. See, guys, this is like, I know,
2: well, you, These yeah. flat screens,
1: they don't do they it. They don't have the well, box. Ha- yeah, when you had the big TVs with the picture tube, those buckers, man, they would explode when you dropped them out of a hotel window. <laughs> Oh, it was a good. And time. onto someone's car. Or, onto, or just, just onto the sidewalk or onto the lobby or um, throw them in a the swimming pool. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, you know, that's, that's. A, so that, Motley Crue literally drove Doc McGee and everyone insane during this. Did you ever, um, did you ever see the movie Almost Famous? Yes. Okay. The scene where the guy jumps from, from the, roof. the roof into the pool. That, that's where know, I was getting that yeah, from, well, yeah. That whole, that movie, <clears throat> the, the band's names were all changed and everything. Yeah. Because well, yeah, yeah. Cameron Crowe didn't want to, wanna, like, you know... Get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to get in trouble because he knew these guys. But, but it, it, supposedly, those antics were all done by somebody.
0: Yes. That's legit. I read about that yeah. as
1: well. Yeah, so uh, so what do you got next? I'm going to go ahead and get the gross one out of the way. Oh, boy. Gigi Allen.
0: Uh. American punk singer-songwriter who performed and recorded with many groups during his career. Uh, first of all, ew, if you had to work with this guy. Just gross, just disgusting. Um... He's just a disgusting human being. but You would uh, want to have a <clears throat> lot
1: of like hand sanitizer
0: around You want a lot of drop cloths and things. <laughs> his live performances, uh, which I'm sure his bandmates, publicists, and management hated, were very graphic. He would in- include self-mutilation, parading around the stage naked, eat his own shit, uh, fight with audience members, and he even was planning to commit suicide on stage, but instead he died from a heroin overdose in uh, 1993, so he didn't get to fulfill his uh, dream there.
1: And he was a guest on the... Geraldo Rivera show. Was one he? Time. Yes. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yes.
0: Gross. He's so gross. But he, he did die, so he's not doing that stuff anymore. But, like, I,
1: I'm sure those kind of antics were driving. Well, I heard that the, that the, um, I, I heard, here, here's what I know. Here's what here's you what know. I, here's what I heard. I mean, I, because and, and I would, I this comes from a very good source. This comes from our uh, our uh, mentor, Eddie Trunk. mm I heard him talking about... Apparently, there's a documentary. I have not seen it. It's on Amazon. I probably about, don't want to see it. About Gigi Allen. But apparently, the drummer would stick the drumstick up his poop chute.
2: Nice. And
1: the then he would sell them. And there was a different price depending on how many inches it went. Who buys this stuff? <laughs> true fans who's a true fan i know that, all right. we want people to do is go to patreon right we're not asking you to buy drumsticks dipped in shit maybe that's what the problem is lily <laughs> maybe i should start taking something i can only studio, do so much shoving it, up, shoving it up my ass and uh i and mean selling it.
0: <laughs> i'll start selling my panties but it's not gonna go much farther than that oh I mean, god honestly so, um
1: <laughs> so yeah so yeah so okay so anyways yeah and, you know would you really want to i mean i can't imagine me i mean I, if I was his manager, I'd just all, kill him myself. and, like, yeah, who takes that gig, <laughs> being the guitar player or the bass player or whatever in that band, like, you know, wh- you'd really have to kind of be just as fucked up to, like, even, and could you imagine other bands that they were, I mean, I just. To even open be, for yeah, them? Yeah, like, I would be, I, w- I wouldn't want my name on their bill. Yeah, Nothing. I mean, I'd be terrified to even be around them be like, because yeah. he'd imagine the diseases and stuff. He's covering himself in feces and. God you know, only knows you know, what else. I mean, yeah,
0: blood. Nasty. His own blood. Uh, probably someone else's blood. <laughs> Who knows? So what
1: do you got next?
0: Um, Eric Clapton is next on my list. Uh, English rock and blues guitarist, singer and songwriter. Um, the only three-time inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for his solo career, Yardbirds and Cream. And spent, well, he spent most of his early years furiously inhaling massive quantities of drugs and alcohol, um, kind of like it was gonna run out or never come back. <laughs> um, but he would wander off stage, and someone would have to persuade him to go back on the
1: stage during performances. Um, and he did cocaine's one a hell of a drug. See, I need these sound bites right now. <laughs> I want somebody to hit that sound bite of of Rick James going cocaine's hell of a drug. That would be perfect right here. But well, he
0: he did one entire show lying down with the microphone stand lying beside him, and no one even cared. He just well he the audience didn't care. Clapton is God, but if you if I have to talk my 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 person back onto the stage during a performance, I, I mean I'd be mad as him and the audience. But well, he would
1: get so fucked up. That, yeah, the, it's so funny you mention Eric Clapton because somebody in my inner circle group I don't know if it was Jim Vernon, one of you guys, uh, posted this picture of Eric Clapton wearing a T-shirt. From <laughs> it was him from the seventies, and it said "No Snow." no show <laughs> <laughs> And you I need thought to get ta- those for you I friends. thought he was talking about skiing. I'm sorry I'm just calling color me naive. Wow <laughs> vanilla <laughs> ice ice baby
0: din, 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 din.
1: yeah I mean that was well it was the 70s and cocaine just exploded. Just, I mean, it was just, it was Coke, 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 Coke. I mean, just like I mean, by the mid-70s, sort of like that, <laughs> by the by the mid-70s, I mean, it was just like everything. And and really, people were just, people were really having a good time until the war on drugs uh, during the Reagan era um, is when it really kind of like started to become really scary. But up to that point, people just did Coke and just did Coke and just did Coke. It was just what you did. And um, that era of musicians that was very few people who didn't partake in that. I mean, it was just absolutely huge. And it's so funny because Eric Clapton, you know, in his later years has become this sort of very mellow, very mellow. kind of dad, like, yeah. English (laughs) gentleman of the guitar. You know what I mean? Sophisticated kind of guy, soft spoken kind of guy, kind of quiet. Um, Yeah. Now he probably just drinks vodka. (laughs) And he's just, uh, you know, so, so you don't, it's hard to you know to go back to that, but he did. He had a real problem with alcohol, and he had a real problem. He had a real problem with alcohol, and and, and also uh, that there was a whole thing. Heroin was very uh, popular at that time too. So in the late '60s, and '70s, a lot of people were doing. A lot of people. They were literally heroin. doing everything yeah. at that time. Yeah,
0: it's experimental
1: time. Yeah, I mean, and so you we just forget. You know, we see these guys now. Everybody's kind of cleaned up their act because they decided they didn't want to die like a lot of their friends were doing and i, I think that that's legitimate i think that you know mick jagger and keith richards and eric clapton and a lot of those guys that kind of did have the longevity i think they looked around at what was going on with a lot of their friends and said whoa wait a minute here maybe we better pull it back yeah maybe we Pump should the find some way to kind of get this, this shit straightened out <clears throat> so uh but anyhow yeah clapton Go figure a, all a, right. A, a, what who, what else you got? We're gonna play another up. song after this next one. What do you got? Um,
0: I have Iggy pop uh, American singer songwriter musician record producer and actor uh, designated the godfather of punk and vocalist for the proto-punk band the Stooges um, He's been around forever during the drug phase and the non drug phase But in the 70s he and the Stooges would do a ton of heroin because they were bored as Lou was just sort of saying And, of course, when you shoot up, there's uh, always some blood in the needle afterwards. Um, And they decided that they were going to decorate the walls of their hotel room like uh, Michelangelo and the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. So they did that. And that was, I'm sure, lovely for the maids to check that out. Because they were bored. This is what they
1: did. And they did it all the time. Did heroin then shoot the blood on the wall.
0: Yeah. Made a painting.
1: Yeah. Iggy Pop and his band of stooges. Well, I also heard... (laughs) um, I also... Well... That I kinda heard he was an angry man. That is the only <laughs> thing that they did. <clears throat> There's a story about him going behind the drum set and taking a, a number two. Oh, yeah.
0: But that yeah. I see him doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah.
1: <laughs> he was a strange man though. Crazy. <laughs> Why? But yeah. Anyways, all right. This yeah. is a band called, speaking of crazy, this is a band called The End Machine, alive today on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. <laughs> that's a band called the end machine and uh, you can find them at uh this is the, they are from uh they're from some scandinavian country and i apologize i don't have all the info on them but it said they've this uh weird web address radi.al dot backslash the end machine radi.al backslash the end machine check those guys out that's the end machine la machine and let's get, I think the Hawkster has finally joined us. Let you me mean go Hair ahead. Metal Hank? Airs, Mary's Hair Metal Hank. Hair Metal Hank, what are you doing there, big guy?
3: About ready to burn one. You don't mind.
1: Dude. <laughs> burn them if you got them, brother.
3: Sorry, I'm late, but I'm in New Orleans, man. I just don't keep the
1: clock. You know, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> I got this from David Crosby at the Sound Show. So you know, it's good oh, you might <laughs> die later. <laughs> So what's happening, Hair Metal? What you been up to lately, brother? So you, I was in town for the figured I'd hang out for a and give that
0: to break, so here I am. So I read what Samantha put. You knew you were safe because Keith was in town. Keith Richards was in town, and he can't
1: die. Yeah. So. It's, hard
3: to, hard to, it's hard to imagine those guys are in their 70s, you
2: know
1: what I mean? Right. <laughs> well, we do have Hair, Hair Metal Hank has joined us. Uh, he's getting ready to burn one. And we don't have any problem with that because most of the states that are listening to us right now, uh, it's probably legal. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. We don't even know. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is the Internet. It is international. It's worldwide. It is. This is, this is true. So, Hair Metal Hank, do you got any uh, good stories uh, from the road? Any, uh, any of the bands that you roadied with that uh, just did some outlandish shit?
3: Well, I've been on the road mostly with Crocus my life. So, you know, Crocus, uh, you know, the great, greatest thing from Switzerland since uh, since anything. So uh, that's pretty much those guys treated me like gold for years. And uh, I'm unbad to say. But that's a lot of it's uh, that just that rock and roll debauchery, sex, drugs, rock and roll, t- 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 tossing the, you know, the old TV out the window trick, stuff like that. But those guys really weren't into anything too hardcore. Not that I've seen, but I'm just a roadie. What do I know?
0: <laughs> sometimes the roadies are the worst.
1: It's <laughs> <what I'm>, yeah, <laughs> you know. Now, no, were you the guy that like picked out the you know the the groupies for him to take backstage? Were you were you that guy like for Poison?
3: Yeah, you know. Sometimes I just like stash one away for myself for later, like like a <laughs> like in a guy. closet.
0: Like, did you tie her up and gag her?
3: <laughs> that put her tie her up. Put her on the bus.
1: Oh, nice, cool.
3: Yeah, in the bathroom, the bus.
1: <laughs> I like if it. it would, Okay. So, what did you usually go for, Hank? Did you usually go for the uh, blondes, brunettes, or the redheads?
3: I like the bald girls usually. And uh-huh. girls with used to mount of hair, kind of like yours, Lou.
1: Ah, that's
3: what I really dig, man.
1: Were you a chubby chaser?
3: Uh, it didn't matter to me really, long as they, they long as they were bald, and that's you know, bald and good.
1: Bald and tied up.
2: <laughs>
1: bald up. Nice. Well, well, I'm glad you joined well, us. I'm glad you joined us, Hank. Um, we are talking about uh, some of the guys who uh, tour who were just absolute nightmares to be on the road with. And uh, Lily's been running down a pretty good list here. So, what do you got, Lil? What's next on your list?
0: I have Keith Moon on my list next. Another
1: Keith. <laughs> Another Keith. <laughs> oh, not not our Keith.
0: Not our Keith. Um, English drummer for the rock band the Who, noted for his unique style and his destructive side. Um, he, popular, he didn't create insane rock star behavior, but he did popularize it. Um, he was a fan of trashing hotels. He liked to consume horse tranquilizers. Um, have naked Who doesn't? I mean, really. Have naked cake fights, which I can totally relate to. Um, and But they say he did it all with passion. Um, once shortly after leaving a hotel, he sat up in a panic and told the driver to stop, turn around, because he forgot to do something. He went back to the hotel and threw the TV from his room out the window into the pool. When he returned to the car, he simply said, I nearly forgot to do that. We can go now. <laughs> His signature, though, was demolishing toilets. Uh, he always brought an enormous supply of cherry bombs, M80s, and dynamite with him on tour. So he was basically banned from every holiday in Sheraton and Hilton in the country <laughs> for doing all of the things. He was a fun guy. He was colorful.
3: <laughs> he also drove a Royce into a pool one time. So what's
0: that tell you, buddy? He, didn't you care. What? <laughs> he gave no fucks. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was actually there when he threw uh, television out one time.
0: Nice.
3: And it was, uh, let me just tell you, those things don't, they fly well, but they landed poorly, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> did he throw it with finesse, at least?
3: He threw it, and then he, uh, you know, just kind of did his thing. He just was, he was crazy, man. I mean, it's moon to loon. Yeah, I mean, a little finesse, but he wasn't real finesse If you watch him play the drums, he just does finesse is not finesse on his <laughs> thing. He kind of just shoved it forcefully he probably rushed he probably rushed his throw to a little bit you
0: know to push but <laughs> or the thing nice
3: <laughs> but i was there i have a lot of shit did I, did I mention i got this from david crosby
1: <laughs> you did yes yes uh yes uh we weed tonight uh bri- uh sponsored by david crosby and company
0: <laughs> so you know it's the best
1: absolutely yeah,
0: Side, you better be careful
1: <laughs> better watch, man. You might not. Crocus is on a break, man. So I don't
3: have nowhere to be. All right. You
1: don't have nowhere to be, (laughs) Crocus is on a
3: break. I don't even know where I'm at right now.
1: (laughs) Nice. I sent Hank a screenshot the other day. I don't know, a week or so ago. I was cruising around listening to Ozzy's Boneyard and uh, screaming, in the night came on. I took a quick pic and sent it to to Hank. A rock and
3: roll anthem for all time. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I uh I remember seeing what was the show, I, I I had I didn't know anything about them, but they had that song "Screaming in the Night," and DVE would play it once in a while, and it came on. They, they they some I was the the news was over It was like a Friday or Saturday night. My parents went to bed, and I was thinking about going to bed, and all of a sudden this thing comes on, and it's Crocus, and
0: uh-huh. they're playing,
1: and it's one of the it was the Don. What? It seemed like a Don Kirshner rock concert would have been before. Uh, like I, would, it would seem like it had been after the Don Kirshner rock concert. It was something. It was one of those types. You know, Blue Gene Network. I don't know. Sounds maybe it was Soundstage, um, and uh, so I was riveted. I didn't, you know, any chance to hear to see ba- bands play rock. You know, I was a kid, uh, and I, they they opened us. They opened the set with a song called "Eat the Rich," which is a song I didn't even know of but uh it just stuck out in my head i don't know why it just stuck in my head i thought it was kind of a i don't know just caught my attention just one of those things just one of those things so what do you got lil um
0: i have another english gentleman uh richie blackmore
1: really yeah no what did richie Blackmore, other than pissing off everybody well, he ever worked with
0: he did that um but he was uh, okay so one of the founding members of deep purple guitarist and songwriter um he he just liked to piss everyone off in his in his own way. He refused to play encores at shows, which caused patrons to smash up the venue and ruin the band's gear. So that's that's kind of a thing. And um, well, according to him, music isn't supposed to be fun and it's supposed to be work. Um, and he also threatened all of his bandmates all the time to kill them or beat them up. So that that kind of be an issue, I think.
1: <laughs> There's a um uh there there, there was a. In the early, I believe it was the early 2000s, the, the the most iconic lineup of Deep Purple reunited. So with Ian Pace, Ian, um, help me out here. What's his name, the singer? Uh-huh, I don't know the singer's name. Oh, come on, it just, <laughs> no, I was going to almost call him Scott Ian. <laughs>
0: Wrong. Ian, Gill- Ian Gillen. Ian Gillen,
1: Ian Ian Pace, Ian Gillen, Roger Glover, John Lord, and Richie Blackmore. And they did a really great concert DVD. It's really, really good. They sound awesome. It's captured perfectly. The audio, the video is fantastic. And they do the thing where, you know, there's like kind of interview segments in between. Mm -hmm. And first of all, Richie Blackmore refused to be interviewed for any of it. He would not do any of that. And they were almost every single one of the members of the band were bitching about Richie Blackmore, about how hard he was to work with, and how like they never knew if it was it was only going to be a good night or a bad night depending on Richie's mood. (laughs) And oh my God, I guess you write smoke on the water and like it goes to your head. (laughs) Wow, you know, like (laughs) well, when I saw them a couple years ago, I was kind of disappointed but well he's not he was he i know he hasn't been, in, been in the band Steve. maybe morse, that's
0: why i was disappointed steve
1: morse is uh was the last i heard he was the guitar player he may not even be on it. guthrie Govan. i think maybe played in it for a while um but i lost interest in them when john lord died because i just really felt like without his organ playing like that he had i mean john lord played a keyboard's the way, like a, he he was like a second guitar player in that band. So I always kind of felt it was kind of like to call him a keyboard player was kind of like yeah he was a keyboard player, but the way he played and his sound and everything was much more like a guitar player. He played with distortion. He you know um, a lot of the stuff that you think a lot of stuff on the on deep early Deep Purple records it sounds like guitar is actually John Lord John Lord's uh, organ playing. Um, so after he was gone, I completely I had no interest in in checking them out at all. You know, but, uh, what do you, what do you think, Hank? You deep, deep purple fan at all?
3: I met Richie Blackmore one time in 1976, Omaha, Nebraska. He was a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Kept saying like stuff like about black magic and black this and, you know, rainbows and shit. I was like, Richie, you are stoned. You must've got that shit from Crosby too. (laughs) Yeah, dude, the dude wasn't friendly at all. Great guitar player. Just, you know, heard some bad things about him. But yeah, but when I, yeah, he's just not, not a good guy, man.
1: Just a British grouch. Yeah, yeah. He was just uh, a... <laughs> Crotchety yeah, old he, man. Yeah, I mean, he just kind of got that impression. Just like, you know, what the fuck? Um, what who, who? So let's get off of Richie Blackmore. What do you got okay. next, Lil? I got Dave Mustaine. Uh, American guitar
0: singer songwriter actor author best known as the co-founder lead singer guitarist and primary songwriter of American heavy metal band Megadeth Um, He's got a nasty personality to match his drug and alcohol habit, which got kicked him out of Metallica initially, so there's that beginning problem um And he had so bad of an attitude that he formed the other band as Revenge, Megadeth. Um, The difficulties didn't really stop when he had the new band. He still did drugs and alcohol for a while. He was always getting into feuds with other band members due to his short temper. and, And he got worked up over the littlest things, which I can totally... Uh, relate to because I get worked up over the dumbest shit too. Mike, so. give me some
1: little thing he got worked up
0: over. I don't have a specific okay. thing. It could be it could be something as simple as somebody was five minutes late to rehearsal, <laughs> but that's you're fired. Yeah, you <laughs> would get crabby
1: about that. But he, he's just got a anger problem. I think. Well, uh, there's something about it, but see, I think that that adds to what he does musically. Mm. Like mm-hmm. he sounds pissed off when he sings. Yeah. So, so maybe, you it's know, okay. like when I hear him sing, he sounds like he's deceiving, <laughs> you know, like, he you is. know, he probably usually somebody. is another person gets on my note today. I've got to I'm going to throw,
0: throw this guitar at that guy <laughs> in the audience. That's what
1: it sounds like. <laughs> Hello, me. Meet the real me. I mean, that's exactly that sounds like it's like he's completely pissed off at all times. Right. Uh, what do you think? What do you think, Keith? You uh, that you, uh, I mean, <laughs> Hank, I'm sorry. You a uh, you a uh, Megadeth fan at all?
3: I met Dave Mustaine once in 1986 and uh, somewhere near Tennessee. He was a dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everybody's a dick. So speaking of Legit. dicks, Lily, give us one more playing of the song.
0: Um, I've got David Coverdale on the list. This one's actually kind of small, but um, he was a um, great instrumentalist. He was attractive, but he only wanted... Attractive people on his and his tour with him, oh, yeah. so he went through constant lineup changes before he was like happy with uh, who he had. He went through hirings and firings throughout the years. Um, John Sykes won't even talk to him ever again. So <laughs> he's just you know nasty British man because he wants everybody gu- to be pretty. Um, Red Beach, though, come on, Red Beach isn't pretty. Sorry, <laughs> uh, uh, Bur- uh Bernie Marsden
1: was fired from the band because of that. I mean. He wanted everybody to look like a sex symbol. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing. Well, I mean, you know, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. But I mean, you can't I be a dick. Think, but but <laughs> but that that is going to rub people the wrong way, and you're going to there's a, what what John Sykes is a good looking guy. He did not think he was up to his standards. I mean, I I look at the video to Blue Murder. I know. I'm not. I mean, he's like got the long hair. He's like. In fact, I thought John Sykes must be really ugly. And then I because I, I never saw that video like it wasn't a really big song like blue, like um, they were like they were kind of like a mid-level kind of band. They were like mm-hmm. super big. And just somehow I just never I just never caught the video. Yeah. And then years later, I saw it on YouTube and I, I was like, holy shit, he's like a total pretty boy. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I that what the wood the story I heard was that David Coverdale fired all those guys. During the during the stick it in sessions, slide it slide in, slide it in, and stick it in. <laughs> Close enough. Slide it in. Because stick it in sounds more violent. He, he said that Sykes was trying to take over the band. Oh, well. And that it was, a, it that was like a kind a of thing. a competition. So, you know, if you're already vain, you're going to be worried about shit like that. What do you think? Are you a uh, David Coverdale fan there, Hank? Yeah, I met him once. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio,
3: 1978. Dad's
1: yeah, right. He was a dick. <laughs> okay. Speaking of dicks, here's a track called My First Lover. We'll be right back on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Don't forget patreon.com backslash Lou Lombardi. is Lou Lombardi's Strange Love, my first lover. You can go to Lou Music.com. We opened the show with um, Firewolf, and that is Facebook.com backslash firewolf band. We played a little end machine, and this is the weird web address. Uh, R. A-D-I-L dot al backslash the end of machine it's European I'm not sure that's probably something common over there um and we're gonna be we're gonna be closing out with bordella in a little bit here so uh, we are talking about uh bands that are just absolute nightmares nightmares to be uh on the road with and uh, we also have hair metal hank. hair hair metal hank you there buddy or you sleep Hank you there? Yeah, oh. yeah, man. All right, what's that maybe that maybe Hank. We thought that you passed Hank, out. Hank, Hank, passed out. So.
3: I'm good. What's up? How you, do? How's
1: you, how you guys doing? What's, what's going on? You uh, got any uh, pearls of uh, wisdom or anything you'd like to share before we? Because uh, we're gonna do some fan shout outs. We got some bunch of people watching tonight.
3: Did you guys talk about Kid Rock at all?
1: No. Go ahead. Tell us about Kid Rock.
3: I was on a break from Crocus uh, one summer and I helped Kid Rock's crew out and this dude started to fight in a Waffle House. A Waffle House. Who the hell fights <laughs> in a Waffle House? True story. He's also been sued more times than freaking anybody.
1: Fight in a <laughs> Waffle House. Look it up. Oh, man, who fights in a Waffle I mean, you know, I, I mean, got a Waffle House. You're supposed to eat some waffles, relax, enjoy What if the someone waffle? tries to take my waffle, though? Well, that, well maybe that's to happen. He he didn't know. He, all you have to say is Lego my ego. That's all he had to say. <laughs> And it would have been fine. I
3: don't get that either, but whatever.
1: He's well, a know, simple man. I know. He's just, <laughs> just a simple man. So, Lil, we have some folks watching. Let's give some shout-outs. Oh, shout-out. I want to say real quick, um, th- were you, you going to talk about Ozzy at all? He's on here. Okay. Because we get when you talk about Ozzy, you got to mention John Alamo Fox. Did John tell you about this? He did Okay, we'll tell you about it. But Let's give a shout-out to the folks okay. watching. We'll...
0: Um, we've got Chris Thunderwolf-Dodson, Adam Michael, as Asbel, Mark Silverstein, and if I screw up your name, I'm sorry, uh, Shock Frenzy, Bill Damiano, uh, Mary Wall, John Patochnik, maybe? Sorry, Mike Eckert, Sean McDade, Danny Corso, Dave Riggins, Tracy Sampson, Jared Grease, uh, Gigi from Rock Rage. But not uh, Gigi Allen. Not Gigi yeah. Allen. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, he's he's dead. That'd be weird. said Webster, Jerry Colburn, Shelley Street, Josh Montadoro, and I know I saw someone else on here. It's gone now, and I'm sorry, whoever that was, but uh, my Facebook stuff disappears on my phone. Yeah, that,
1: yeah, that you get, uh, you only get so, so many. So anybody who is watching. When you're doing a live maybe, stream like this, like, that you get so many, then they, they kind of disappear. It's kind yeah. of hard to see them all. Um, so uh, we, uh. My friend John Fox wanted me to mention that uh, one time Ozzy peed on his leg. What? Yeah, Ozzy peed on his leg. Um, He's he says he says, but he got to meet. But the trade off was he got to meet Randy Rhodes.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. So win you know, win. Yeah. Obviously. So he said, Paul Gilbert Aubie, before Paul
1: Gilbert was famous. I guess it was they were all there at the same show. I do not know the complete circumstances of uh, the leg peeing with John. But since Ozzy Pete on the Alamo, well, I've been calling him John Alamo Fox.
0: Nice, John day. Alamo Fox. Well, while we're on Ozzy, I'll to go ahead and talk about him for a minute here. Sure. He's uh, he's up there with Motley Crue on the whole Being Annoying on tour. Um, as you know, he's the lead vocalist of heavy metal band Black Sabbath. I oh, yeah, uh, never heard of him. Really? Look them up. Google. He I'm was
3: Black a- Sabbath in 1975.
0: No, go ahead. <laughs> they were dicks. They were dicks. <laughs> Actually, I would think Ozzy's awesome. Um, he was a very reckless person uh, once he became super popular. Uh, he was deep into drugs, and uh, his be- behavior eventually got him fired from Black Sabbath. Um, one of the more notorious moments was when he completely disappeared and missed a show in 1978, probably talking to hair metal Hank. Uh, he went to the wrong hotel and slept through the entire day, and when he woke, he didn't realize how much time had passed. Uh, the band and management had to cancel the whole show. Um, and when he went solo, the bad habits didn't stop. And uh, like we just talked about, he got banned from Texas for peeing on the Alamo. And those are just a couple things. He used to also snort ants and drink his own pee and all the other. Bite heads off bats. Doves. Doves. The whole
1: thing. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, uh, sh- th- this is a, it was to celebrate the release of one of his, uh, it was either. They talk about it that was, on the
0: Etra Hollywood Story, don't they? It, yeah, <laughs> it was
1: either, um. It was either Blizzard of Oz or flying or the or the follow up, um, and um, they uh, uh, Sharon released all these doves, like to like you know as a kind of like you know, and he grabbed one of them. he was stone shit faced. I might grab one and he bit the heads off and there was all bit the head off of it and it, it was in front of this like room full of all these like record label people yeah. and there were like like conservative kind of, you know, not conservative, conservative, but, but you know, but people like they suits. Were suits. They were suits. And they were freaking the fuck out. <laughs> they were like, oh, my God, because there's blood and everything. You know what I mean? They were like, oh, my God, get us the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> they wanted nothing to do with him, man. Bill Damiano, what do you think Gore is like on tour? You know
1: what? I bet you they're super calm. Yeah, well, they get it all out on stage. Yeah. <laughs> You know,
0: I did not read about gore, but I bet you they're cool. You said you
1: went, right? I've gone twice. I'm gonna go again. You have to, you have to, to take an umbrella and wear a raincoat or something.
0: Something. I was told to wear white the first time. I will <laughs> never listen to anybody ever again. You weren't <laughs> that naive. really. I wore the white.
1: I got covered in you blood, but you had to be like in your 20s though. You were young, right?
0: <laughs> I was like 30. I didn't know I'd never been to a gore show, so
1: <laughs> I assumed I would get something on me because they said to wear white. I didn't know I would get drenched. I had somebody. I had somebody in my office who knew about my podcast and everything um, uh, b- about a year ago. And she was telling me, she says, Oh, she's, I know you like hard rock and heavy metal. She says, let me tell you. She says, I, my, she says, my husband, my boyfriend, my boyfriend is now my husband. She says, took me, likes that kind of music, and he took me to show. The very first concert I ever went to was Gore. (laughs) Oh, God, what a show to go to. She says,
0: I got broken good. You think? (laughs) Did she get stuck in the crowd and have the blood cannon on her face like I did? She said
1: she got completely doused with all kinds of disgusting... Semen and blood. It can't be real. It's
0: alien semen, is what they call it. No, it's not. It's blue
1: water. I mean, that's just, like, crazy, (laughs) you know. I dropped acid with Gore What was that?
3: I dropped acid with Gore one time. It was me, Gwar, and Jim Morrison,
1: oh. and
3: Paul. Mac, we ate some peyote in the desert too.
1: <laughs> nice,
3: all kind of. But enough about that.
1: Oh my God! So you so so you, so you go to the Gwar show and you get soaked in the ranch dressing and all the things and the clam chowder. Yeah. Clam chowder running down the back of your neck, the back of your thigh. Okay. I'm sorry. That's what happens after the show. I've had enough. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> okay, so um, any any closing ones you want to talk about? Because we should we need to get out of. Here. I do want to talk about one more. Um, Axel Rose, oh, um, him? <laughs> no, I thought he was just a very he's an he a, citizen. He was he was, uh, he, was uh, he taught Bible study. at the Assembly of God Church. Get out Did of You know face. that? I don't care. Was, what was that? He was, was an altar boy. No, he he was a he was in he wasn't altar boy. He was he taught he was in the Assembly of God. Uh, church and he taught like uh, like the, he was like a youth pastor like a you know worked like with the Wednesday night youth group shit yeah was this post yeah this was way before he had the you ever see the pictures no. you, saw, you saw behind the music mm. now nah, he was like totally like he had real short he be real dorky had short red hair he was real he the like church a screwed him up <laughs>
0: surprise
1: and then he went to California and the rest was history
0: anyway lead vocalist of the hard rock band Guns N' Roses. Um, and he's been the band's sole constant member since the beginning in 1985. Um, he's actually one of the most difficult musicians to work with. Um, he's notorious for jumping into audiences, um, to beat up concert goers who had a camera, stormed off stage that led to riots. Other riots were caused during his reckless behavior, but even from the beginning of the band, he's always had feuds with other bandmates and caused them to leave one by one. And Lately, he's been calmer because he wants to get back into the game. But now that he looks like a soccer mom, back to church stuff. But he's he just likes to fight and yell.
1: Um, another guy who who would we'll just kind of say real quick, who's famous for doing crazy shit like that, is your buddy, Sebastian, Sebastian Bach. Bach. Yeah, yeah. He likes he likes to hit people with cameras
0: too. Actually, in fact, you know what's funny, and I I don't know if I should even say this, but if I if you try to get a photo pass. You are not allowed for Sebastian Bach shows to take photos from the pit. You have to take them from the crowd. You're not allowed to be that close because he will
1: break your camera. (laughs) They warn you. (laughs) Well, I got my camera broken by Sebastian Bach. Oh, there's there's all kind of horror stories about him. Uh, He likes to he shows up at bars where bands are playing and insists on sitting in. And, and he heckles a, them And yeah, causes you know, fights Yeah, they won't let him to play Like, I guess some There was some There's a famous story about him Trying to sit in with some band They didn't know any of his songs Yeah, we talked about this And, you know, he started shit with them And stuff like that You know, and there's a if you look, He ends if up you, biting them <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's videos, though Of him on YouTube Playing with, like, like in bars With yeah. cover bands, you know And if they he just threw up I mean, if they don't stage. know your shit They don't know your shit Yeah, they don't like, know your shit get over it's, it Yeah, so Okay, Canadian. Hank. Any anything you want to close with we before we get out of here tonight? What do you yeah. get what's on your mind, brother? Speak to us. Um, Hand us down the wisdom of hair metal, Hank.
3: Everybody needs to just chill, and everything's chill. gonna all right. Don't get hyped. Don't get all hyped up about this Don't sweat the small shit. You dig?
1: dig? I dig.
0: Life's the garden. Dig it. That's
3: it. That's all I gotta say. Did I tell you about that time I met David Crosby?
1: <laughs> I thought it was today. <laughs> Remember. What? Robert plants while Roger Waters. Ah, zing. <laughs> All right, guys. Nerd. The Ludini oh. Rock and Roll Circus, sponsored tonight by Wolf's Customs. Go to wolfscustoms.com and get some custom finishes for your guitar. Uh, Chris is a great guy there's my I'm holding up the card here if I can get it there you are check him out you can email uh wolf at wolfscustoms.com Chris Dodson is the owner operator uh, he is
3: one podcast fan though
1: yes the, the man he really, he
3: really is yes Even I, and I'm not around all
1: time. <laughs> he's our number one fan um so we are jumping over to the inner circle. If you'd like to uh, party with us a little bit longer, we can hear the real dirty jokes. We're also going to, today is the anniversary of the beginning of the band Cream. So we're, I think Hair Metal Hank or Keith or one of those guys has a, has a few things to say about uh, um, Ginger Baker and boys. Uh, so maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, so we're that you can, that's it. Uh, you can go to lulombardirocks.com and you can get right into there. Um, so we're going to be doing that here in a minute. Uh, if you haven't already go to Patreon, patreon.com backslash Lou Lombardi, give us a buck or two. We do appreciate it. <clears throat> and uh, shout out to all the bands we had tonight We started out with Firewolf We had Lou Lombardi, that's me We had The End Machine We're going to wrap up with Bordella here in a second uh, Lily, uh, anything you want to plug Before we get out of here?
0: Sure, just uh, my show's on Thursdays, 6pm Eastern Rock Rage Radio, uh, just go to radio.com Or download the free app and watch for live feeds This week, we've got Alice Cooper Sanctuary uh, Alice Cooper's backup band And maybe even Striper on Saturday, who
1: knows, we'll see depending on my mood okay and um a real uh, real quick thing is thursday night uh lily and i are going to be at the sub alpine club um hanging out with glenn sobel and company this is the aldous cooper band and this is a great show so if you're in the pittsburgh area um is there still tickets available? there are
0: still tickets you can message me 22 uh pre-sale if you go the night of the show they are going to be 25 there are a few
1: left, but it, it this this is a really good show, and you should go check it out. It's, it's fun. It's really you get to see that band, the Alice Cooper's band, like in a more intimate setting, yeah. and it's very more, exclusive. Yeah, it, it's it's very very cool. You definitely want to check it out. So if you can get a chance to go, so um, all right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Hair Metal Hank. Thank you, brother. You gonna you gonna party with us some more over on the other side? You going to hang around for a bit. I you know? can't.
3: I gotta take off, man. But I'll uh, I'll tell Keith
1: about it. He'll be back. Sometime. All right, my man. All right, hey. About you know. Yeah, I got you. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out. Rock and Roll circus.com is our website. Please hit us up on uh, Patreon. And this is Bordella Sinner's Dream on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Have a good one, guys.